This month's producer of the month is David Komarovsky for the month of May. So thank you, David Komarovsky. And if you would like to be producer of the month, go to Patreon slash Gilbert. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Gilbert. Hey, we've got some. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and uh, and I'm here with my co-host Frank Santopadre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with blue singer <laughs> Blind Raybone. Blind Lemon Raybone. <laughs> Muddy Raybone. This I never gets came, old. I just came back from Highway 61. <laughs> it never gets old, does it? It never does. No. We'll beat this into the ground. Uh, let's see. <laughs> when have we ever done that? <laughs> Last week we were talking and we were saying goodbye to the great Chuck McCann. Yes. And uh, talking about Casey Kasem meltdowns. Oh, yes. And all other kinds of things. This week we're going to do a producer of the month. This is something we do through Patreon. But last week we, we didn't talk about... Uh, an 800-pound Marlon Brando fucking Richard Pryor in the end. Well, you haven't let me tell you what this Producer of the Month oh, episode is about. okay. Oh, my that's, God. That's a hint. Are we on the same wavelength? <laughs> I didn't even show him these cards. What, what, How does he know? What wavelength is that exactly? Wow. <laughs> I'll explain this since Gilbert doesn't go to Patreon and has no idea what producer of the month is, or or Gilbert sings. He oh, just, and he just and, shows up. And we <laughs> we talked about how Bruce Stern called me a smart motherfucker. Uh, he did. He called yeah. you a smart motherfucker. Uh, not you. to be confused with my dad, who said you were one funny fuck. <laughs> my late dad, Charles. Uh, this is producer of the month. We do it through Patreon. Uh, you go there, uh, you, you toss in a couple of shekels and you get your pick your, uh, we, if we like your episode idea, we take it. And this is David Komarovsky. I hope I'm saying that right. K-O-M-E-O, K-O-M-E-R-O-F-S-K-Y. Gilbert would have a great time with that one. <laughs> and his idea for a producer of the month episode is, what are your favorite Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor movies? <laughs> Now, where would he get that idea? How would he think to combine those two artists? Have those two ever met? Mm. I don't know. That that would just that Superman. David was being a little cheeky. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, Brando was not in. He didn't well, shoot anything new for yeah, Superman yeah. Three. Brando Brando was in Richard Pryor's cheeks. <laughs> Now, why do you assume, this has come up before, why do you assume that Pryor was the bottom? Because the image is too great uh-huh. of a terrified <laughs> Richard Pryor with his eyes bugging out oh, God. like 
like the black Pullman porter in an old I movie. I see, like Manton Moreland. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and an 800-pound Brando <laughs> this is fucking not, him in the This air. is just not PC at all. <laughs> and they said that Marlon Brando also fucked in the ass Marvin Gaye. And James Baldwin. I th- where did you hear this? This from was that also Quincy Jones? Yeah. From, I o- I and, only heard about Pryor. And Quincy, you're invited on the <laughs> He's show. not going to do it. Anytime we've you tr- want. We've tried repeatedly. Yes. That would be a train wreck. And, and uh, like, Richard Pryor, one of Richard Pryor's daughter denied it, but his wife. His ex-wife. Said, yeah, his ex-wife. Yeah. Because he's not married to her now. She's been largely discredited by anyone reputable. Yeah. <laughs> but And one of, of Pryor's other daughters said it's true. Really? And I go along with Quincy. Okay. <laughs> I mean the uh, Jack Lugman Quincy. Of course. Who, who examined both Marlon Brando <laughs> and Richard Stop Pryor's Stop him. He's corpus. free associating. <laughs> oh. he, he was digging through... <laughs> the asshole of Richard Pryor's corpse and said, you know, I think we found some of Brando's semen. <laughs> See, this is what you're talking about. I, you can't find this whole, on any other podcast. You really can't. You really can't. A bad impression of Jack Klugman doing forensic work right. in, uh, in, in uh, Richard Pryor's, Richard Pryor's, Pryor's sphincter. Yeah. And find, that was a very important Quincy. It was a good Quincy. It was a special Quincy. Yeah. It's a very special That's Quincy. That's one of those that ended without the closing music. It just, just the titles came up. <laughs> it spoke for itself. Oh my God! I'm not even going to get to this premise. Well, do you have do you have any ability no. in the course of the next 20 minutes to discuss your favorite Brando and Richard Pryor movies? Uh. I have my own list. Deep Throat? No. <laughs> you want to start with Brando or do you want to start with Pryor? Up up the down staircase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let him tire himself out, which should take not, no more than 30 or 40 minutes. Not with my face, you don't. <laughs> Lord almighty. Is this in the act yet? The Brando Pryor thing? Have you put it in the act? No, Why I don't haven't. you put it in the act? Because that would make it something new. <laughs> you'd, actually, you'd actually have to write punchlines yeah. for it. Um, here's some Pryor films. Uh, Blue Collar with Ed Begley. Oh, that's right. And Yafit Kodo. Yes. Who's a Jew. A Jew. Yes. And uh, he's one of the Jew James Bond villains. Yes. And yes. Harvey Keitel. Yes. And didn't we find out that Yafit Kodo was born Jewish, that he did not convert? That's, yeah, someone Judaism? said he did not Somebody convert. Yeah. He was, and uh, that blue collar. Made by Paul Schrader. Good uh, picture. Wh- what's it? Oh, I heard, you know, when they got to TV, there was a lot of obscenity that mm-hmm. they had to mm-hmm. replace, you know, like, fuck with gee whiz and stuff <laughs> like, like they that. they do. And I heard, I think it was Dave Coulier who was imitating Pryor. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. He said they got him to uh, imitate Pryor and, you know, put in clean versions. I had no idea that. What are you looking up, Paul? I got Yafet Koto. Yeah. 
here, born 1939. We haven't had him on the show. Ever. No, we have not had Yaffa. They, like they had to replace that his... line where he said, "Oh, Marlon Brando's fucking me in the ass." Yeah, that one. <laughs> Dave Coulier did it. <laughs> <laughs> Live and Let Die was the Bond. Dave movie. Cooley. <laughs> Live and Let Die. Yes, he played. Uh, uh, he played uh, Kananga. I don't have Mr. The name Big. Here. Yeah, I believe that's it. Uh, good picture, by the way. Paul Schrader's uh, blue, uh, very blue collar. Film. Our friend Ed yeah. Begley is in that. Um, I'm going to run through some prior films here, and Gilbert can do bits. Uh, Car Wash. Oh, yes. Michael Schultz directed. You know that picture? George uh, Carlin's oh, in it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, also uh, uh, Professor Professor Corey. Erwin Corey's in Car Wash. And, yeah, and Franklin Ajay. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Erwin, Erwin Corey, very special Person for this podcast? Yes, he was. Almost <laughs> derailed. Yes, he was patient zero. <laughs> he <laughs> was zero. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he was. Yeah, he, he was. was that mystery guest that no one knew about for years. There was speculation was rife for years everywhere. Who was the mystery everywhere? Guest? He was like Jim. that guy opening the umbrella in the Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Anderson was writing books about who was the first guest. How about uh, Grease Lightning? You know this picture with Pryor? We plays a stock car driver. Oh yeah, Wendell Scott. Yes. Good movie. I like that one. Um, ba, 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 ba. Let's see. Lady Sings the Blues, the Diana Ross uh, movie. Yes. He's in that. He's very good. Sid Melton's in that, by the way. I know that's, that's right. going to get your nipples hard. Yeah. <laughs> Forget uh, my nipples. My I'm getting a raging boner. <laughs> <laughs> God in heaven. Uh, here are some. Uh, oh, and uh, Richard Pryor uh, live in concert. Uh, a wonderful stand-up yes. movie, which yeah. has which influenced Patton Oswalt. In fact, we talked about it last week. Those are the prior films. And uh, Pryor walked out on stage bull-legged. No kidding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why would that be? <laughs> What's the time on this one? Oh, I'm only ten minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a, this will be a twelve minute episode. Yeah, it's, it's been lovely being with you. Uh, I like Car- and and, and Brando's uh, semen was clearly seen on the back of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you like any particular Richard Pryor films? Uh, Did you like any of the ones I named? Yeah. Yeah, I like Blue Collar. You like Blue yeah, Collar. Yeah. Car Wash, it's okay. Yeah, 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 I guess for its time period. Here are some prior misfires. Yeah. Uh, Holy Moses. Oh, I remember. Was, was, was what's his name, the English? Uh, Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. That? Yes. Dudley Moore, and I oh. believe Lorraine Newman, po- yeah. former podcast guest. Uh, Superman 3. Yes. We talked about. Uh, Harlem Nights with Eddie Murphy. Oh, and and Red, and Red Fox, Fox. Uh, and former podcast guest Danny Aiello. Nice work. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you when you pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get angry mail from people who say, "What do you mean Harlem Nights isn't a great pick? <laughs> what do you tell you assholes? <laughs> Holy Moses." Uh, Brewster's Millions with John Candy. Oh, that's that's right. That was a remake. That was a remake of was was it Brewster's Millions? Keaton or something? No, or, I don't no. think so. I think it was made uh, post Keaton. Some kind of hero. You know this picture? Oh, with with, with Ray, Ray Sharkey and Margot yes. Kidder. Yes. 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 
In yes. God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. In God We Trust. That was the one. Our former podcast guest, George Shapiro, was a producer on that oh. one. Because Marty Feldman was in it. And Shapiro West managed uh, Marty. And also uh, Andy Kaufman turns up in that one. Oh. Because they also managed Andy Kaufman. So that was a Shapiro West joint. Uh, Critical Condition. Oh, Co-starring that- another podcast guest. Who was it? Oh, God. Who gets oh. dirtier with you than anybody when you guys get together? Uh, was it uh, Bob, Bob Saget? Bob Saget. Yes. yes. <laughs> Bob Saget. Uh, and last but not least, when we're talking about the cinema of Richard Pryor. Oh, I will point out two. Uh, I will point out a couple of good ones, actually, before I go to this last bad one. Uh, well, let me do the last bad oh, one. Oh, and I worked for two weeks. Oh, yes. We should uh, mention that. Yes. Uh, on the last, I, I didn't make it to the final real no loss. And that was the final film of Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Another year. <clears throat> and that was awful. Tra- tra- really terrible. Yeah. But, but you were working for the original director, former podcast guest, Pete Peter Bogdanovich. Yes. Boy, podcast guests are all over this. And Mofo. and I met um, uh, Gene Wilder's nephew at some. Yeah, Dara was telling me. Does he know a lot about his uncle? Well, he said he said during the making of Another You, at one point, Peter Bogdanovich left, and to go home, and his girlfriend directed the scene. No kidding. And and Gene Wilder said, "Uh, well." Well, does she direct? <laughs> oh, my God. Bogdanovich went home and left yeah, his girlfriend yeah. in charge. And he okay. said, well, I'm pushing her in that direction. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last you saw of Peter Bogdanovich on yes. that picture. <laughs> yeah. I will mention the last one I wanted to mention also has a podcast connection, The Toy with Jackie oh, Gleason. God. Richard Pryor was directed by future podcast guest Richard Donner. Yes. Yeah. And But that one was... You know, that's one of those where you hear uh, Jackie Gleason, Richard Pryor. How could this how can not this be go cr- wrong? Yeah. Oh, was that bad? It's also like 35 years behind its behind the times. Oh, yeah. Um, here's two. And, and that was a remake of a French movie. I believe it was. I believe and, it oh, was. Oh, that was terrible. Well, I'll also mention Richard Pryor for uh, being one of the writers on The Great Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. He was in the writer's room and, and with podcast guest Norman Steinberg. That's right. And Mel Brooks wanted Richard Pryor. Correct. But they, did. They number one, he had a drug problem. Warner Brothers didn't want to touch him. And and they didn't feel he was big enough box office. He also kept disappearing. I think that yes. had something to do with it. Yes. As Norman pointed out on this very show, that Pryor would come and go. Yeah, he would do an hour in the room and and leave for lunch and never come back. Well, but they would find him at Brando's. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Tahiti. He made it all the way to Tahiti. <laughs> what they were doing there, I'm not sure. Fascinating. <laughs> you think he doesn't know trivia, but he does. Yeah, yeah. You think he doesn't know this stuff? Uh, two quick prior movies uh, that we have to mention: Silver Streak. Oh, well, since that's you brought right. up Gene Wilder, which is a Hitchcock homage. Yes. Um, uh, written by Colin Higgins, who wrote Harold and Maude. And also, uh, this we have a personal connection to this because it was written by Drew Friedman's dad, Stir Crazy. 
Oh. So there you go. And the last prior film. Oh, I and w- then there was see, see No Evil, Hear No yeah, Evil. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. And now, now Joan Severance, I think, is the girl in there. Wow. And she does a nude scene. No kidding. So that's that's worth seeing. The rest of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. What happened? Where's Joan Severance? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should get her on the podcast. Jones, are you going to talk like this in front of her? <laughs> uh, last prior film is Bingo Long's Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings oh, okay. with Billy D. Williams. Oh, and 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 was also... And James Earl Jones. Uh, so-and-so, your life is calling... JoJo Dancer. Yes. Yeah, you, don't want to, you want to avoid that one. Yeah. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast after this. Let's talk about Brando. Okay. <laughs> now, what would Brando, what connection did he have with Brian? If only David Komarovsky, who recommended this episode idea, uh, had any idea. There's a couple of... Uh, well, he was in that that old star thing about, like, the strangler, Richard uh, Richard Burton and Ringo Starr were in Candy? It. Candy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a terrible, terrible motion picture. Yeah, and I think it was after Brando agreed to do it. Then it becomes like uh, dominoes. Based like, on Terry Southern's book, and everything yeah. was lost in the translation. Yeah, and they <laughs> said, oh, well, if Brando agreed to do it. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that movie with Mike McPadden, who was here. Yes. We talked about Candy. That that is that is Skidoo bad. Oh yeah, Candy, and somehow not even as much fun as Skidoo. No, which is uh, the Brando pictures. I mean, obviously the Godfather pictures. Obviously Apocalypse Now. Um. Oh, and Last Tango in Paris. Last Tango in Paris. Uh, <laughs> obviously on the waterfront. Great still from the Wild One. And I heard. Uh, uh, after Last Tango in Paris, uh-huh. uh huh. <laughs> Last Tango in Prior, yeah. Brando would put butter in Richard Pryor's asshole <laughs> as a lubricant. <laughs> Is it worth even reading the rest of these Brando movies? Here's some here's some trivia about Apocalypse Now, uh, written by John Milius. Uh, George Lucas was supposed to make it. Did you know that? No. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I, I, I think I think uh, I think Brando's fun in that movie. He's strangely comical. Yes. In in uh, in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. How about um, and and that's where he goes. Are Are you a killer? And he says, "I'm a soldier." And he goes, "You're You're neither. You're a delivery boy." Sent by the grocer to collect the check. Beautiful. <laughs> Gilbert, that was great. Nicely done. That was great. Yes. <laughs> I didn't believe a fly lands in his mouth uh, yeah. or on his forehead at some point in that scene. Uh, here's a couple of fun Brando performances. The Missouri Breaks oh, with, with Nicholson. That was one of those when Brando was, he realized people were intimidated. Yes. And he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And they would say, oh, Brando wants it this way. So he wanted, it was his idea that he'd be in drag. <laughs> and his idea that in the it's old. It's a revisionist Western. Yeah. You ever see it, Paul? Missouri no. Breaks? Or no. see it. Arthur and, Penn. Yeah. And Jack in Nicholson. the old West, 
It's He's wild. got an Irish brogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's not entirely successful, but it's fun. Here's another fun one. The Freshman, made by Andrew Bergman, yes. who wrote, we just talked about, wrote Blazing Saddles. Uh, Paul Benedict shows up with, oh. his, with his agromegaly. Uh, Bruno <laughs> Kirby yeah. is in that one. Maximilian Schell. And, oh. And former podcast guest, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Um, and he, he sends up his godfather. Have you seen The Freshman? You no. must see The Freshman. Freshman. He sends up his his Don Corleone character as Jimmy the Toucan. <laughs> and that one's a lot of fun. And here's another one that's a lot of fun. Don Juan DeMarco. Do you know this picture with Johnny Depp? Was, oh, Faye, Faye Dunaway. Dunaway. Yes. yes. I'm going to recommend both of these. I'm going to recommend to our listeners... Because people miss that we don't do the movies anymore. See, right, now, right. I, Don nev- Juan DeMarco. I never liked The Freshman. You never liked now, it? How come? It's fun. I don't know. To me, it's like, I love the Godfather picture. Really? And I feel like, what the fuck are you making fun of it? All right, Gilbert is you, not recommending you The Freshman. Okay. fat fuck. <laughs> but, what about Missouri Breaks? Is I, go, yeah, Missouri he's Breaks. recommending Missouri Breaks. <laughs> go fuck Richard Pryor in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and leave the Godfather alone. Leave the cannoli. <laughs> leave the cannoli. <laughs> I mean, take the take the cannoli. Leave the gun. He's a shrink. Johnny Depp thinks he's Don Juan, and he goes. He's a mental patient, and and Brando is. Have you seen it? It's quite no, good. I don't, and Brando Brando is the psychiatrist, and and. Treating Johnny Depp. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't want to give too much away. Oh, and in the see the heist, movie. In the heist. He he for some reason he didn't want to wear pants. You mean the score? The score. That's the one. He with didn't want to yeah. wear pants. Right. So he's walking around in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, Michael Weber told us that. Yeah, and yeah. they're shouting it shooting it from the waist up. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> recommend that one too. That's a good Wherever the waist on Brando was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good heist movie. Yes. Yeah, the score. Oh, the score. Oh, and a connection I have there. Mm-hmm. It with Brando is I I was on Hollywood Squares and the question I can't wait for this. Yeah, the question <laughs> the question was what animal has the largest eyes? And I said Marlon Brando at a buffet. Hilarious. And and then I started doing more Marlon Brando joke. <laughs> and uh, they were uh, they they. Oh, 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 so then they wanted to do a commercial, and uh-huh. usually they pick out the funniest line of the week, and that was the biggest line, and um, and they didn't do it. And then we found out that Brando called Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I know this story. You told said, it on the Whoopi episode. Yeah, yeah. and he said, um, am I going to be the running joke on, on every one of these shows? Wow. And I thought, well, not really running, lumbering is small. <laughs> Why the hell is Brando watching Hollywood Squares? Yeah, well, he sits there with a <laughs> giant carton of peanut butter cups. <laughs> <laughs> Big true. Well, that, there is the Wally Cox connection on the old Hollywood Squares. Oh, that's right. So Brando, maybe Another he became a one. fan on the old but show. But I think Wally Cox... Used to fuck Brando. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's what I hear. That's where I... And he'd do his Mr. Peeper's voice. <laughs> I read it Newsweek. And he'd wear Yeah, you can hardly not hear it. And no, then, no then it's he'd, everywhere. He'd, while he fucked Brando in the ass, he put on a superhero cape and said, there's no need to fear. Underdog is here. 
<laughs> the free associating. Yeah. Uh, I will recommend the score directed by Frank Oz. Yes. With De Niro and Ed Norton. Edward yeah. Norton. Norton! <laughs> Not that Norton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good picture. Uh, let's see what other uh, what other Brando pictures do I want to recommend? Definitely not the Countess from Hong Kong, directed by Charlie Chaplin. And and yeah, and I heard the two of them hated. They were each oil other. and water. And Sophia Loren. Yeah, uh, I do not want to recommend Reflections in a Golden Eye, but uh, oh, and then there was what One Eye Jack. One Eye Jack yeah. is the one he directed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the with Carl Malden. Um. But I will recommend this one, and that is a movie called The Chase. You know this picture? Wait. Anything, Paul Raybone? I know that. I got another. <clears throat> talk about this one. I got another one I want to mention when oh, you finish. Okay. What was The Chase? The Chase was a Western, another revisionist Western, because Arthur Penn liked to do those kinds of movies. Uh, Robert Redford was a fugitive on the run. Brando was the sheriff. It had Robert Duvall, Jane Fonda. Uh, E.G. Marshall, wow, Angie Dickinson, and get this, Henry Hull, who oh, was the werewolf of wow. London. Oh, my goodness. How about that? Now, I will tell you why I bring that movie up in particular, because there's a character named Seymour in that movie, played by former podcast guest Paul Williams. Oh, oh my geez. God. And that is the movie where <laughs> Paul Williams, who was trying to make it as an actor, was killing time on the set with a guitar, goofing around, writing songs, and Robert Duvall, as the story goes, overheard him singing the song, brought it to Arthur Penn, they put the song in the movie, and Paul Williams embarked on a songwriting career. Yeah. And, wow. and it goes back to that movie, yeah. The Chase. And, and so you I know, have cleverly tied another podcast yes, guest Paul, into the sodomy-themed episode <laughs> sodomy -themed. of the... Paul, Paul Williams... I, I was, when I was showing, there was a screening of my documentary, Gilbert. Uh-huh. Paul Williams was either sweet enough or stupid enough to I was in the room. Up. And and uh, the minute I saw him in the audience, and he was there with also former podcast guests, uh, uh, Nicholson from, uh, from, uh, 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 Car 54. I think you're confusing your two screenings. Oh, oh, they were too stiff or yeah, yeah. So sitting in the first row there is Paul Williams. And so immediately I go, you know, I get a lot of requests for this. <laughs> so this is Paul Williams fucking Shirley Temple. And I went into it like, oh, Shirley. I remember. Shirley, <laughs> take all of my cock. Oh, you have such a big dick, Mr. Williams. <laughs> and he was thrilled. Yes, yeah. yes. That's around the time he told Gino, you know, Gilbert tries to get oh. me to places that I don't want to go. No, oh, that was, that oh, was, that was yeah. Henry. Henry Winkler. That was Henry. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, Gilbert tries to get me to go down roads. <laughs> and I just refuse to go down right. those Paul's, roads. Paul said Gilbert could be very inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert can be very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Both Poor, poor Paul. Yes. What do you got, well, Raybone? I was just, I hope you didn't already talk about this while I was buried in research. I'm sure we did. I'm sure you did. The Men? Yeah, The Men. Yeah, uh, Stanley Kramer. And it's a, it's a, but it's a weird, you know, the, the, on the movie poster here, it says, a completely new experience between men and women. 
Interesting. Gilbert, what is that completely new experience between men and women? Well, you'd have to ask Richard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, we're going to put the call out again to Quincy Jones. Yes. Yeah. What if we got Pryor's widow in here and Brando's widow? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, and yes. we just, we had a debate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Quin- like point, counterpoint. Quincy Jones produced all Michael Jackson's records, all mm-hmm. the great stuff. He's got time on his hands. I mean, Michael Jackson hasn't been around for years. He's yeah, sure we asked got Quincy, time to do the podcast. We asked Quincy to do the show, and uh, they, they uh, his handlers have shut Quincy down from doing any press. <laughs> really? I know that's shocking. You mean, because I can't we asked imagine him, why. He can't do any press with anybody because we No, asked. he said Gilbert in particular. Gilbert yeah. in particular. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna thank <laughs> we're gonna thank David Komarovsky for his producer of the month idea. You can do the same. Go to Patreon. Quincy Jones did the music for the pawnbroker. He did. Yeah. There you go. There you go. A little Sidney Lumet reference. Uh, for uh, his theme prior and and uh, and Brando movies, <laughs> we will recommend. What did they release? Gilbert does not like the Freshman. No. Uh, he has not seen uh, Don Juan DeMarco, but I'm going to recommend both. Paul brought up The Men, which I don't think he's even seen. No. But what the hell? <laughs> uh, Apocalypse Now, obviously. I will recommend The Score and The Chase. Um, and for Richard Pryor, definitely Blue Collar, Car Wash, um, and the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kids. Now, is it, is it necessary for Producer of the Month... To suggest a theme that uh, raises some interesting sexual perversion that we haven't covered? No, I think that's the first Producer of the Month episode <laughs> specifically covered sexual perversion. I was going through the list of Producer of the Month pitches on Patreon, and I said, mm. what makes me think Gilbert will respond particularly well <laughs> to this one? You know, we like to keep him engaged in the show yeah, that bears yeah. his name. Uh, so there you go. That covered a lot of ground, and we never mentioned the cunnilingus chimps. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, David Komarovsky. Yeah, and while you, they Ray were bon. performing Cunnilingus, the music would play. Dun, 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 <laughs> there he goes. Dun, There's a Nairobi dun, trio callback. Dun, That's right. Dun, from the last Hey, Verderosa, can we end it with the... The Nairobi the Trio? Nairobi. You see if you can find the music from the Nairobi Trio there, Frank. I'll be impressed. And this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsessions. Yes. Thank you, David. Thank you, Raybone. <laughs> I'm not thanking you. And now, to play us out, the Cunnilingus Trio.
Dona Pá, 